Welcome to Casual Quest Masters, a casual master quest podcast. In this podcast, we'll follow the adventures of a group of characters who simply want to find their way in this world, but a more sinister plot is evolving around them. How will they fare? Let's find out today on Casual Master Quest. Get your dice ready because we are ready to roll another session of Casual Quest Masters. We're 5th edition D&D live play adventure and representing the team is Nickel Chodimella. Hi, I play Vol Nightmarker Val Nagoni as he's excited to be home. Brandon Thresher. Uh, I play Magdor Band Iron uh, and I was trying to come up with a good uh, arm joke, but I'm stumped. Okay, and yours truly is Tyler Vitito as Nox. <laughs> uh, I don't have a quip right now. Uh Remember that sweet, sweet steak, but now I'm stuck on the sick leave break. Uh, oh, wait, that was me. Ah, shit. <laughs> and last but certainly not least is our all-powerful dungeon master, Glenn Houston. Hi. Hi. Are you ready to Hi. die? Yes. What? Sure. Yes. K- kill me, daddy. I don't know if I want to. Because <laughs> I feel like I, I might I, be giving into it. Are you <laughs> talking to Vol or the GM? Yeah, kill my DM. Yes. And kill my characters. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, I guess I should have Did you mean open. kill your father or kill me, daddy? What do you mean here? My brain. My brain. Who's recapping? I rolled a oh, 14. Shit. Oh, crap. I don't like this part. Shit. I, yes. I rolled a 3. And I rolled an 11. I've gone Brandon, like 8 weeks great. without doing it. 3 ruined. <laughs> now you have. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Previously on Casual Quest Masters, Nox wakes up to pitch black darkness surrounded by the noise of birds. As the calling... I wrote this to fuck someone else up and now it's fucking me up. As the calling crescendos, finally reaching ear-splitting volumes, it stops. Nox is standing on a large foot. Looking up, they see the Raven Queen. He kind of lovingly threatens them again. Nox wakes up screaming, which is kind of the norm for the party, so they ignore it. <laughs> Later on, the group wakes up for re- the group wakes up for real and meets with Vol's brother outside the tent. After some fun and games, the group heads to the chieftain tent where Vol's dad tells us we're weak. He offers to train us. Vol will train with his brother. Nox will train with the creepy shaman lady, and Magdor gets to train with Vol's dad after losing in an arm wrestling contest with him. Magdor's told about some new armor options available to him that he's never had the chance to forge and is a bit excited. Vol's dad asks us to take care of some direwolves by whatever means necessary. As the group heads out to get ready, Nox disappears again. A few minutes later, they show back up and say something about being in a tent that acts as a safe zone, whatever that means. The group then gets ready to head out and slay some direwolves. Oh, we're level 7 now. That's it. Cha-ching, cha-ching, motherfucker! We're level seven, baby! Yeah. Is, yeah. Or just copious amounts of wonderful roleplay, mostly. Oh, thank you. Wow. I, I better step up my roleplay. I'm gonna get to level eight for all y'all. Don't forget to I take mean, that inspiration point, point, point. Yeah. You are one experience point Shit. ahead of us, Tyler. One XP. <laughs> True unlimited power. Itty bitty little experience point. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so I believe we ended with you all kind of like 
overlooking the switchbacks headed down into this valley to the north of Bull's uh, Bull's family's current encampment. Um, and you just gotta find your way down there and figure out what you want to do about this little problem. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we just heard like some uh, wolves howling in the distance, and they sounded like uh, background characters to a movie set. Uh, you can completely ruin that canon that I made at the very end of the last show. It's just a bunch of weeboos in the in the distance going, ooh, woo! Oh, <laughs> oh god, the truest out of me. Nox is frightened. <laughs> oh, we gotta be careful. These are winter weeboos. Winter weeboos. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're just wolves. Dire wolves, as my father said. <laughs> Never seen a weeb up here. Don't even know what they are. Do they taste good? Wow. I, I mean, technically, if you cook them right, anything can taste good full, but mm. just gotta be careful. It's not the uwus you gotta worry about, it's the owos. Those are the dangerous ones. Very warm. How big? They're what? They're fur. These weeboos you speak of. Their fur I, is I, warm. I I mean technically no, it's cold. It's supposed to fur's supposed to keep them warm. Which is what I mean is if you skin them and you use their fur, does it keep you warm? <laughs> yes. I I, I mm. believe technically yes. You need to show me some of these weeboos the I... next time. Okay. Never seen We're gonna one. skin some weeboos. So, so how big are these dire wolves? Um, they're not that big, but and Vol's gonna look down at the party. Um, about your height, I mean, maybe. Yours. Um, and Vol, you would remember that the ice giants actually tended to domesticate them. So, uh, the frost giants, when you would have interacted with them at all in your younger days in the village, you would have seen them and they're about the size of horses. Um, yeah, Vol, it's not that, um, how would Vol handle this? He'd look down at Magdor, like, um, hmm, Vol doesn't exactly know units of measurement, and like, ah, um, about the size of sparkle sparks. They're not that big. Oh. Yeah, so... Uh, so, how do we take care of them? Uh... Hmm. My brothers seem to... think that... maybe I could tame them. But... Right, especially oh, with shit. the pack later being some sort of icy wolf. We're not supposed to kill them all. I forgot about that part. Ideally not. Um, Could we tame let's... one for each of us? I'm not fond of horses, but I think I'd do better on a wolf. I mean, it's possible, but... You wouldn't be able to take them off the mountain. They wouldn't survive, like, the climate off the spine is not uh, suitable for them. And, uh... I'm gonna kind of like look around. Is it just like pure white, or is there actually like grass on the ground? How's it look, Glenn? Uh, the, uh like I said, because uh, you were just coming out of that forest that the camp camp was in to your south and behind you, um, and then out overlooking this valley is, uh, um, you know, 
relatively sheer, you know, cliffs. It looks like there's a river running out of the mountains down through this valley. Um, and around okay. it, similarly, uh, there is that, you know, the coniferous sort of trees in groups. Um, so a decent sized looking forest. Um, it looks like the it's not completely flat, even in the valley, though, even as well. For you know, the river runs through the forest, um, and it looks like the landscape kind of raises and lowers. It's a little hilly, um, but yeah, lots uh, of trees, a good amount of snow. It's not actively snowing right now, but yeah. Is it good to assume that we're walking <clears throat> towards our destination while we're talking? If you would like that to be the case, absolutely. I'm sure. As we're walking down the switchback, I guess. Yeah, there's no there's no danger in walking back. You don't have to make checks to walk down the switchback okay. path. Yeah, so we're just walking uh, and talking. I guess I will. I would uh, be looking around frantically, uh, trying to listen for more uh, uwus. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm going to run that bit until uh, I get yelled at. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and then I would probably look at Volunka... Uh, do you have some way to track these things? I'm, I'm assuming you you hunt these back in then, maybe? Uh, tracking them, that's that's something that I can do well. Don't worry about that. What we do need to be worried about is wolves, uh, dire wolves, like other normal wolves tend to fight in packs. And despite their size, they can be a little bit sneaky. So the biggest concern we have is being surrounded um, and not realizing. <laughs> there's no way that would ever happen right Vol, do you need these night vision goggles it's and it's early morning them up to you. i i just mean i mean the force might get dark i don't know but i mean do you think you can use these now not right now now but like in the future uh sure And uh, I will hand him my uh, goggles and night vision uh, for your inventory. And uh, when you look at me full, you would notice that the circle, like my iris, the outline of it, some reason starts to gather a hint of red. It appears that something has happened to my vision. I mean, and for the listeners, mechanically, I know what happened. Seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what's yeah, it yeah, called? Yeah. Devil's Sight, right? Devil, yep, Devil's Sight. It was very tempting to take that option. Anyways, um, yeah, and then uh, Vol just kind of, kind of, not mindlessly talk or like not be inattentive, but uh, the closer that we get to the forest, Vol's gonna start to like serious up a little bit as he has to get ready to start tracking, and it. Uh, so, which would lead me to another mechanical question, Glenn. Uh, despite us being like, would this count as because my favorite terrain is force, and so would I get those benefits in this force we're about to head into? Uh, because... yeah, if you're tracking within the forest. Yes. Okay, understood. Mm-hmm. I would say as long um, as you're close by the, you know, the the only place where the the trees are not as much is just in the switchbacks, just because it's a little harder for them to grow. Um, right, but as soon as you get to the bottom down of the valley, you're basically in the forest. So. Right, I just wanted to make sure because we're in like mountain or whatever valley, so uh, yeah, that would track for once we enter the forest. Okay, technically, I would allow mountain or forest here. Um, also, I just want to remind myself, um, Brandon, when our characters woke up this morning, you gave me the blessing on my armor. Yes. Okay, so that's that's active for the whole day, right? Yep, till we go to sleep. Okay. Okay. 
Nice. Um, I would call Craven to my side at this point, like, shh. Buff cause. How's uh, Twilight doing in this weather? I mean, it's not snowing or anything, is he? Let me see real fast. Something about... Uh, I would... Uh, like we talked about before, as long as he's chilling inside of something... Like, right now, it's not too bad because it's not snowing, it's not windy. Um, it's cold, but it's not, like, bad. So he's actually able to, at this point, kind of, like, fly around a little bit, you know? Um, if... if yeah. yeah. So he actually takes this time <laughs> to fly about. And uh, okay. get stretches wings a bit. Okay. Doesn't like the snow. Um, Tries not to land on trees that have any like sitting on the branches. Also, remember Trod did give you guys that sled too that had some supplies on it. Um, and if you needed to haul back some things, <laughs> right? You could. <laughs> I I would be the one pulling the sled since he's tracking right now. Yeah, and I'll be with the one riding the sled since Bull's tracking right now. Me to make a strength <laughs> check? Uh, no. <laughs> On the snow, it's not hard to pull at all. You're not, and you're going downhill, so more than anything, you probably actually have to be behind it to keep it from going down too fast. Max right. is like uh, an NPC from a PlayStation One game at this point, like uh, trying to search for wolves, rotating every forty-five uh, degrees, probably once every three seconds. And is like, they're not perceptive. It's an unfortunate trait of Nox, but they're still terrified. So they're still looking for that part where they're probably going to get surrounded by dire wolves uh, if they make too much noise at this point. Mm -hmm. And so they're just kind of like, eh. Eh. <laughs> you just, <laughs> just hear that in the background. Hearing that, Vol's going to turn around and say, the moment we enter, we need to be quiet. As if we are to deal with them in a non-combative way, we need to not surprise or threaten them. Uh, I thought we wanted to kill them. No, we, we wanted to do the opposite of killing. We wanted to make sure that they're cool with us or they leave. Uh, I, we scare them or we persuade them, right? I would like to kill them because I think the, the meat and the fruit been a while since can't hear me uh, you went quiet there you like faded oh. out um, I'll repeat that um, I would have I would have liked to kill them because I think the meat and the fur would have come in handy for the village but my father and brother raised a good point uh, they're an important part of the ecosystem and it's been a you know been away for a long time so I didn't think about that so if we can find a way to not do that um, because that's what the village would want then We'd, I mean, if we if they take out the predators, wouldn't there be more stuff like deer and meese up here? Yes, but then then they'd eat all the um, it's it's the uh, it's the order of things uh, because the the deer and other wildlife po population would be uh, would left to go unchecked. Uh, that would leave nothing to be forged for. Oh, I just thought you forged the deer at that point but no berries and that's... some root uh, root vegetables I guess you could call them whatever we can find up here we make use of everything it's not just meat sure 
We should introduce agriculture to you guys sometime, see how that works out. It's usually hard to grow things up here. Uh, they have to be some things very specific. Uh, it's usually uh, 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 villages skywatcher that knows specifically what they can grow and usually for medicinal purposes. Um, can you imagine trying to haul glass up here from... I completely forgot the name of the city we just came from. Like Mirabar. I was... Mirabar. Like, haul glass all the way up here? Like, make a greenhouse or something? Uh, that would... <sighs> Nature is an important part of our way of life, and it's all a balance despite our struggles. It wouldn't. Well, the Goliaths seem to be changing a little bit, so. Yeah, there's only so much you can change have... at a time. You only don't have uh, frost giants taking over your cities. We could we could probably True. worry about agriculture at a later date. Let's first get uh, first get this job done and get stronger, and then you can introduce all the ideas you want. You'll be a Valnagoni then. Not Nox makes a side note to uh, try to introduce agriculture to Goliaths. Okay. Um, as you get close, uh, it's taken a couple hours to kind of switch back and forth down this, uh, the, the upper part of the mountain range down into a, you know, a lower step effectively. Uh, you feel the wind shift a bit um, as it does, you know, moving from one piece of terrain to another as you're really close to the low, you're, you're almost into the valley. You feel the wind shift, and not more than a few minutes later, you hear a loud howl, followed by probably, I would say, I don't know if it, a cacophony would be a good word, but there's a lot of other howls that follow it, um, to your northeast. Is that off the trail, or, like, it I is, know we haven't really been following much of a trail. It's kind of, it's like diagonally into the forest that... You know, covers this valley floor. Can I still push the sled? Mm-hmm. Push or pull now. Okay. Once you get to the bottom. All right. I'm just gonna turn the uh, sled and continue pushing that way. I was about to say uh, I was gonna pretend like uh, Nox is on a pontoon using their staff, like the push the snow <laughs> with Magdor, but be my luck, you make me do a, a failed strength check or something like that. I just snap the the staff in half, and we just end the campaign right there. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine. Um, I grabbed yeah, I mean, staff. <laughs> Once we uh, hit the forest is when Vol will start to track and start oh. looking for signs and stuff. Yeah, go ahead and make a survival check to try and track the wolves. Ox will whisper the Magdor, were those the weeaboos or were those the wolves? Do you get advantage for being in a forest? Um, I'm... Is it advantage? Uh, no, it's my proficiency bonus is doubled. Oh, so, so you get expertise in, in your favorite terrain? In anything nice. wisdom and intelligence related, yeah. Um, nice. Let me just double check. Um, yes. That's, so that that's would, awesome. That would be a 16. Damn. Okay, yeah. Ooh. You find some tracks. You think they're a few days old, um, but they do head a little more north than you heard the howling from. Um like north northeast instead of like straight northeast so it's a slight bearing change do you want to change or do you want to continue towards where you heard the sound um how many sets of tracks do i see um uh, with that check you know that there's probably at least five or six sets of okay. paw prints uh, but like I said, they're several days old, so they've been blown over. 
Um, there's a chance that drifts have covered some up, but that's your best estimate for sure. It's like five or six sets. Um, uh, Vol thinking themselves like these tracks are old. Um, knowing that they probably wouldn't lead to anything, he'd still like they they have a territory, and he'd think that it might be worthwhile just to follow them for a little bit, unless he sees something else new. Or unless he hears something else before he uh, switches direction, so he'd probably look back and say, um, "Found uh, found an older set of prints, um, tracks." Do you think it leads to them, or do you think it leads somewhere else? Uh, it's hard to say. These are a couple of days old. Um, this could just be them scouting their uh, the the edges of their territory, but. We're definitely in direwolf territory now. Um, we should... I just had the thought that I realized that uh, tracks kind of... Nox is being a little goofy about this. Uh, they, some reason they were thinking that somehow Vol would be able to like understand the feelings of wolves or something like that from tracks. Uh, they don't have any understanding how tracking works properly. And they're like, how are they feeling? Are, are they angry? Um, what? I, how, I wouldn't know. Well, you've been doing this for years. I thought you would be able to tell, like, have they eaten recently? Uh, what's the weight of the paw prints? Well, it's going to look around and to see if there's any poop. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Please roll high. Uh, uh, that would be a 15. 15? Um, uh, you find not poop, but you do find several of the trees uh, have been marked by urine. Okay. Um, um, and um, what's <laughs> your passive you perception? My passive is 21. 21? Uh, you hear what sounds like a fluttering of wings with a little bit of glitter attached um, from behind a tree that's nearby. Um, at that <laughs> point, Vol's gonna, while he's looking around and he hears that, he's gonna turn back and say, you can talk about what you think tracking is later. Something close by. And then Vol's gonna put up his finger to his lips I will message him and say okay I mean whatever works Hector's gonna zip up his pants for marking the trees and then be quiet (laughs) 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 it was so fresh quietly and and also like because the the three of us had worked jobs together before Vol's gonna Put up, you know, like the fucking military signals. Vol would have like worked on whatever signals and stuff that for the group to use when they were doing the like the yeah, like the wagons and stuff, and then signaling them to stay. And slowly pull out his short sword and head towards uh, the sound of those wings. You want to move quietly, and or do you want to just be cautious? Move very quietly. Okay. When go I ahead see and roll him stealth pull check while sword, Magdor tells me what he's doing. Sorry. I'm pulling out my uh, dwarven thrower as well. What about you, Nox? 
I'll, uh, I'll have my staff aim forward like a rifle, uh, the back end of it to my, uh, shoulder right here, so it's just... <laughs> Did you say, uh, stealth check? Yes. Um... Uh, 15. Okay. Um, you kind of move up past the tree where you think you heard the sound. Um, and you look around it, and what you see is kind of something you had heard stories about as a kid here, but never actually seen. Like, there was a person who had said they had seen one of these before, but nobody believed them. And, you know, like, the shaman talks about them, but half the crap she says is out in way left field, so... Right. Oh my um, god, we're about to beat me, Bill Murray. But... <laughs> uh, dressed like a zombie. Look off. <laughs> Makes your dreams come true. <laughs> Absolute cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Um, and you see what looks like a small pair of like, like pale bluish humanoid legs holding onto the tree, looking around, most likely five inches tall, holding onto the tree, kind of like looking at your friends. Its wings flutter just ever so slightly. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a snow pixie. And it doesn't see me? No. Shit. Um. A message, uh, Vol. Vol, what the fuck do you see over there? And so, just, uh, just to remind myself, uh, basically, if I reply back, it wouldn't make any sound, but I'd move my lips and then they'd hear it. Right? Um, would Vol... I mean, given the stories, would Vol know that it's a pixie? Or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like um, everyone said. It's just like you thought they were a legit myth. Um, And I'm going to reply, it's a fucking pixie. Like, Nox just kind of, like, leans back, uh, like, maybe three inches. Like, the fuck? Uh, and uh, seeing that Magdor ready to hammer. Nox... Like, changes body posture. Magdor readies his hammer semi-aggressively, and you see the pixie, like, hide a little bit. As if it, it's just being very cautious about its whereabouts. It's not trying um, to be seen. Is message still up? Uh, like, I think it's uh, three sentences or something? I, it's basically, I talk to you one section, you talk to me one section, spells okay. that. As long uh, as he I initiates, I... you can respond. Okay. Um, I'll... I guess I would try to go convert with him and go, like, is it a bad pixie? When I hear that, you're going to see Vol put his uh, sword away, and I'm going to say, put your weapons down. It's just a, it's just a fucking pixie. Nox, like, looks at his uh, rifle staff and goes, and just shuts it 45 degrees and just turns it vertical again. Magdor still has his hammer out. Uh, in full knowing probably that vector because it's I'm messaging Nux uh, I'm gonna do the fucking hand signal to like you know put it down like, stand down okay. stand down because you're also uh, gonna see me put my sword away hostiles neutralized I'll do it slowly they're friendlies in the area <laughs> and then suspiciously I'm see the fucking thing is I've snuck up on this pixie now so if I were to say something it's gonna fucking spook the pixie, but I'm gonna and I I'm gonna try anyways. 
Um, what would Vol say? Hello? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Come on out. It's hunting some wolves. We're not here to hurt you. Uh, you said that in common? I will say that in common. Uh, she then at that point turns and turns around realizing you're behind her and then like hides from you also. And then I, and then seeing that reaction, I'd put my hands up and stand up straight and start backing up just a little bit. Um, would I notice if maybe the pixie understood me? Hmm. Make an insight check. Twenty-three. It seems like nice, she didn't. Twenty. Uh, she is uh, scared and more scared by the fact that she doesn't know what you're saying. I'm gonna repeat that. And let's see what language. I'll I'll try Elvish. Okay. What do you say? In, you just. What do you say in Elvish? It does. Uh, I mean, same like thing. Um, we're not. You know. We're not here to hurt you. We're just tracking some wolves. Um, she narrows her eyes as if parts of what you're saying sound sort of familiar, but she still can't quite make out what you're saying. But she at very least uh, now has kind of let her guard down, and at this point, both Magdor and um, she's now flying up. She's flown up, and she's like scratching her temple, and you can see the profile now through the tree of this figure that Vol is interacting with non-hostilely is a tiny floating bluish pale-skinned woman with wings that makes glittery sounds when she flies. Nox's gears would turn, so to speak, and they would flash back to a conversation that they had with Algira many, many weeks ago where they she mentioned when uh, Sylvan was uh, much like Elvish, but of a different language. And it, I, this, as the player, this is the insight I'm trying to make, but I'm not sure how it would translate well into the character. Is this possible, Glenn? Yes. Inspiration okay. point. Uh, and just... you absolutely remember her saying that they are similar, just kind of like akin to Italian and Spanish in our frame of mind. And I guess Knox would say, Bolt. Bull, it probably speaks Sylvan. Sylvan. Uh, I only know, only know one Sylvan word, and that's uh, I don't even know that word. It's the word that opened a door. It's Bello. the lang. <laughs> it's the language of the Fey. Hmm. Um. Well, it's a good thing I'm a half elf, right? I should know this stuff. <laughs> I'm hearing that. Vol doesn't fucking know Sylvan. Like, but Vol Vol is going to... I would like for you to make a history check. This is, uh, your own memories way back. Um, This is where Vol's at the bar and he's learning a few fun words to pick up chicks. (laughs) This would be, that would be an 18. Okay, yeah, you remember that a lot of creatures that live in colder climates have kind of acclimated and even started just inherently Never mind. understanding I'm sorry. I'm sorry that's just a 15 I apologize still that was the DC <laughs> 15 so yeah you still yeah you remember a lot of creatures up here especially if they have a slight even a slightly higher intelligence just kind of understand giant now like 
Some 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 of the wolves up here do. Um, it's very possible that this pixie might, just because it looks like a snow pixie. There's a good chance that since they live here, they have also kind of picked that up over time. Um, before like despite remembering that the next thing Vol was going to try to do and trying to communicate was um, in an attempt to show that we're not um, like threats. Um, Vol is going to kind of like call Twilight to him wherever Twilight might be. Okay. How do you call Twilight? Well, it's about to see a snack. Um. Vol would have been okay with Twilight flying around, so Vol, like, unless he landed somewhere, Vol's gonna look around and say, uh. Twilight. And then, much like, uh, Tyler said, Vol's gonna pull out a piece of dried meat, hold it up in the air. Okay. Um. You uh, do that, and he flies down, and you know, like a hawk landing on you know a handler's hand, he lands and then just immediately goes for the meat, nubs it up, and then looks up, and doesn't growl, but kind of bristles a little bit as if he's excited by the presence of this smaller creature, and looks at you as if asking permission. Just be nice. She's a friend, uh, and then I'm gonna look at the pixie and then say the same thing. We're just passing through, we're tracking some wolves, but this time in giant. Vesa's suddenly kind of remembering all of this, I guess. Her eyes open up, and in giant, in tiny little giant, she flies up to you and says, Tell your dragon not to eat me. The wolves are that way. Well, I don't you eat, do me a favor but you can play. Before you leave? Sure. Um... One of my friends has gone missing. Okay. He was headed up the mountain where you came from. Okay. Um, uh, he was a sage. Like, study weird things. And he said he felt something weird up there. I don't know what he meant. He went up there... What? 20 days ago. And he hasn't returned. So if you find a little guy with wings like me Would you bring him back I'll do what I can um, at this point I'm gonna turn to Knox and be like the sprite's got a pretty manly voice Tyler <laughs> <laughs> you muted That would explain why I was looking over at Magdor and going, what the fuck are they saying? Uh, and Nox would be like, this is fucking... Okay, I'm... Like, hands to the forehead for a second and then just sighs. Uh, Nox would, uh, is going to cast uh, Comprehend Languages because uh, they're sick of not understanding what people are saying at this point. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I, I don't... I'm going to have to check to see how long I'm able to do this, but... Uh, one hour. Okay, cool. Uh, I can basically understand the literal meaning of any spoken language I hear. So I'm going to try to like basically hear the, the roughest translation. I'm going to get the YouTube Google translation right now uh, <laughs> of what's happening over here. Friend gone over mountain yeah. many days ago. Can you help, help bring back 
<laughs> error, error. Um, thank you, thank you. When she says that, um, not a problem. Says, can't help bring back. When go back. <laughs> I'll, I'll do what I can. Um, I help, if can. <laughs> are, there, are there many more of you living in this forest? Um... No. Forest more? Question mark. Just me and him. Okay, if you, I don't know if, if you there's av- more outside of here. Okay, if you can avoid going up to look for him yourself, there is a dragon living atop the peak. Mm. Dragons don't scare me. This one should. It scared our village enough, and I would imagine you've seen plenty of us come through this uh, forest before. Is it the one that's been flying in the skies above? I would imagine so. Was it a white dragon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just... He is confused. confused? He's not himself. Well, what do you mean by he's not himself? How are you able to... Uh, are you, did you talk energies. to him? Or you... Okay. He seems weird. Dragons usually don't do that. Act as he does. I sense sadness and confusion in him. Sadness and confusion. Maybe a little anger. Look at a dragon. Okay. Usually dragons are sure, confident, stupid sometimes, but confident. Doesn't mean you're twilight. Oh, no. But he would... I would be scared more of him than of that dragon. Because I am much more... She takes a deep breath in. I am much more his speed. I would be very quickly consumed. Nox is going to approach Vol and this pixie at this point. Because uh, they just cast a spell for the first time. And it's, like, mind-boggling to them. Let's just hear him, like... And yes, uh, you know, over here, it's like whoa, he's got the right tuning. Like, yeah, yeah. It, basically, like I'm having like a, a first level LSD moment where it's like, what the fuck's going on here? And it's just like I, I walk up, I, I like I wave for a second, but then I just like I'm looking around at Bull and this pixie, going, holy shit! Um, if you do bring this thing back, I could do you a favor. You bring my friend back. Well, sure. I I we'll have uh, something. Comments. If you need to find something, I have something that's particularly useful for that. I don't need it anymore. Understood. Um, be more than happy to help. We'll do what we can when we had a, we have to go deal with the dragon problem, anyways. You said you were here for wolves. Right now we're here for wolves, but uh, we're nowhere near ready to take on the dragon just yet. It was about this time that the guy editing realized that something was up. The audio. What was wrong with it? But no, to the rescue. The team returns to give you a quick little recap of what happened over the next three and a half hours. Oh, we're so sorry. We promise it will never happen again, but please, for now, enjoy a quick recap by the team. So, what happened after the Snow Fairy? So now that we've met 
Snowflake and she's asked us to um, see if we can find her friend Garbo, another snow fairy, uh, Pixie, I think, that lives in these parts of the in this part of the spine. We're gonna continue tracking uh, the this pack of wolves and uh, see what happens. And we're just gonna keep going um, until anything says otherwise. And uh, when we did, uh, we followed the howling of these wolves, uh, unsure why the fuck they're howling, besides the fact they're, you know, dumb wolves uh, with no intelligence whatsoever. Wolves love to howl. Uh, so we followed as a group uh, with uh, Nox frozen on the sled, and uh, things happened. Motherfucking things happened. And so, eventually, after traveling with these wolves very peacefully, they led us to their cavern, where, uh, I believe Vol initiated the fetch game, and Magdor continued it with Vol's longbow, while Nox and Vol headed into the cave. And, uh, inside the cave, we found out that the puppies had been poisoned with berries, and were dying. Bull dug through some poop to figure out specifically what, like, to figure out the berries. He figured out that there was a flower that uh, um, treats this particular ailment because, you know, growing up here, uh, common berry or whatever. And then um, uh, the Alpha, who uh, Nox kept calling boss and could communicate, uh, eventually took a liking to it, pointed them the right direction and escorted them towards a cave with some creatures. Boss, who was uh, in fact a winter wolf with uh, shining white fur and larger than any other dire wolf we have encountered, uh, told us that over in the different section of this uh, valley area, there were a series of caves that had uh, some kind of creatures that had white fur and horns, but more importantly, there was some kind of solution that was an antidote that Bull and I believe in Magdor were able to realize could help these wolf cubs. Uh, the creatures, in fact, though, were snow yetis, uh, abominable yetis, uh, creatures that frightened the wolves away so they wouldn't come near. And so we rode on the dire wolves uh, much quicker than our own walking pace. Uh, Nox passed up the opportunity to ride boss on accident, so that was Vol's majesty. Uh, while Magdor rode on a wolf he named Vox, and Nox got to ride on a female. Uh, the wolves took him out to the farthest point they would go, which was the Yeti's land, where they found a wolf on a stake, a wolf heads on a stake. And then um, the party decided to come up with a plan and uh, start to engage these yetis. Uh, they came up with a plan to lure one out, trap the other one in so they could take them on one at a time. While they were discussing these plans outside of the series of uh, tunnels, caverns, um, they got jumped by the male yeti. Um, and uh, interesting things happened. Magdor put up a wall of fire that caused more problems than, uh, than it did help. Um, but he did that out of panic. And uh, Nox was... Uh, it, Nox ended up being the hero of the fight, I would like to think. When Nox saw the uh, wolf's head on a pike, uh, Nox was, you know, considering the wolf's family at this point, and so uh, they tried to, instead of uh, going for strategy, just flat out went murder mode. Uh, and in the process, uh, the team, uh, it started with Nox, unfortunately, the team ended up getting completely rattled by these fucking yetis. Turns out the yetis knew how to breathe ice, and, uh, 
instead of focusing on the Yetis, we uh, tried to go with some badass strategies involving the Wall of Fire, and uh, we got our butts kicked in the process. But uh, as uh, Vol said, or I guess Nick said, uh, some wild plays happen thanks to the combination of uh, Darkness and Eldritch Blasting and Boss. Yeah, Boss came in at the last minute and uh, ripped a kill away from Nox and uh, helped us to continue the fight. <laughs> continue the fight with the other Yeti. Um, eventually, after Vol and Magdor both went down, uh, Nox was able to save us and we were able to defeat the Yeti. Only to hear crying coming from the cave. At, at which point the uh, group entered the cave to look for the flower. They found the flower, able to grab a few uh, petals. Uh, they found some food stores that would help uh, the party themselves on their travels. Um, they found some, uh, the the wolves, uh, the alpha decided that uh, the Yeti was going to be, the Yetis were going to be a good source of food for uh, their pack and uh, asked us to send a messenger off to their pack to bring the rest of the pack here and then we're going to head off the next day. Uh, but in all of that, um, there was a in, indeed a Yeti baby and um, Fol couldn't find it in his heart to either kill the baby or uh, let it go to uh, the wolves as food. And so now Fol is a father for the second time, apparently. And as we finished clearing out the uh, the cave, making sure there was hospital... Uh, Hospitable, like hospi hospitable. Thank you, that word, because uh, that's my tradition of uh, screwing up a word that's over, like both in real life and in character. Uh, like the team was befuddled because it looked like Vol was about to become a father of a uh, chaotic, evil creature, and we didn't know what to do with it. But uh, after putting out the uh, the head on a pike in a burning pyre funeral. Uh, it appears uh, uh, Nox got a little respect from uh, Boss, and uh, we finished the episode with us getting ready to either head back or to figure out what to do with uh, this child. The mystery remains elusive. Uh, the <laughs> the agreement between Vol and uh, the Alpha was that um, the Yeti would go to Vol's uh, clan in hopes that raising it in a not so chaotic evil fashion would and it would help the yeti end up being uh, okay and the agreement between uh, vol and the alpha was that if uh, the yeti were to ever um kill any of its pack bad things would happen and so it remains to be unseen what would happen when volk returns to the village with a yeti cup um one thing that i think we passed over that was a little important boss agreed to help us with the frost giants if we helped protect their uh pack team goes through woods uh surrounded by wolves they befriend the wolves to some extent uh mostly magdor with uh, his newfound fetch ability volanox uh talk with uh the boss uh dire wolf well, snow wolf uh they go on a quest to save the poisoned cubs defeat the yetis get the uh flowers that we need uh try to figure out what the fuck to do with the yeti child and uh that's was the the gist of the episode right there uh i think that's gonna be a good call for like a good summary for how that's gonna go that way uh, when people listen to it they can resume and figure out what the hell happened magdor has a haunch of meat in his pouch of holding that will be important later oh boy <laughs> oh boy okay. uh you can find me on on twitter at two times tyler uh, you can find me on Twitter at LR the 11th. 
You can find me at Zigzagoon. You can find me at Glenn Houston. Two ends looks like Huston. And you can find the show, uh, like everybody here uh, accumulated, if you want to call it that, on uh, CMQ Network, where uh, we talk about video games and D&D and all the good stuff. I was, you know, I'm not going to pull up the Google Drive and read it word <laughs> for word, but yeah, video games, D&D, that good shit. Uh, I'm a little bit uh, down that this, you know, fell apart, unfortunately, and I'm sorry for you guys. Uh, you didn't get to hear the full excitement of people like losing their shit, people dying, people living and all that stuff. But you know what? It sucks. You know, things happen. But next week when uh this comes out hopefully you'll get the full glory we learned a lesson and uh we'll have a good normal size episode coming your way anyways i think that's gonna be it that was uh that was nick as bull that was brandon as magdor this is tyler as Knox. that was glenn as the all-powerful dungeon master uh we're about to play a game of jerry springer of who's the father and uh i think we'll see you next week until then never stop the uh quest yes oh uh, Never stop the quest. Bye bye. What the fuck am I sure supposed to do with the baby? I'm pretty sure we murdered the father. What the fuck the am I supposed to do with the baby? Who, who's the new father? We, I guess we, we murdered not only the father but also the mother. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Casual Quest Masters. Thank you so much to you, our listeners, for being here, and to Sirenscape for allowing us to utilize their amazing programs for sounds and music. Check them out at sirenscape.com. We hope to see you here next time for the next episode of Casual Quest Masters. Casual Quest Masters.